Welcome to our show, The Black Cat, the show about mysteries, paranormal, legends, and much more. If you want to contact us, tell us your personal experiences, urban legends, news, suggestions, or maybe you registered an electronic voice phenomena and you want to share it with us, send it to radioblackcat at yahoo.com.au radioblackcat at yahoo.com.au or if you prefer to send a classic letter, send it to the Black Cat Heritage FM PO Box 225 Gosnell 6990 The Black Cat Heritage FM PO Box 225 Gosnell 6990 Your cooperation is very important to us. Tonight, we are going to talk about werewolves or lycanthropy, so get the silver bullet ready. Lycanthropy comes from the Greek lykoi, wolves, and anthropos, man. The legend of the werewolves is one of the most ancient and widespread. Stories of werewolves can be found as far as history has been written. These shapeshifter myths can be found all over the world from China to Iceland and Brazil to Haiti. Some of the earliest accounts of werewolves come from Romania and Greek sources, like Ovid in the Metamorphosis. King Lycaon, who was visited by passing gods, not believed them to be true gods, he decided to test them by serving human flesh in one of the many dishes served at the banquet in their honor. After discovering the nasty dish, the gods changed King Lycaon into a werewolf as a punishment. He obviously, since then, liked human flesh. The most widely known story of werewolves of wolf horror story would be Little Red Riding Hood. There are many tales uh, where children are the fragile targets. In the Little Red Riding Hood features a wolf who talks to the girl, and in the end he dresses in grandma's clothing to fool the innocent girl, all the better to eat her. The full moon has been linked to werewolves, but in the old chronicles werewolves change shape voluntarily. In many myths there are witches who take animal form to travel unnoticed, using either a potion made from magic ingredients, the fat of the children, herbs, human blood, or an animal skin. A real, in quotation, werewolf changed completely, becoming the animal rather than a hairy human. The full moon business seemed to be a dramatic license in cinema literature. However, it is interesting notion that the full moon is associated with creating madness in humans and to be a time during which man and beast have a magical connection. How to spot a werewolf? As with witches, finding a werewolf seems to be a matter of looking hard enough. Some of the warning signs according to the world myths are red hair, born the 25th of December, eyebrows join in the middle, Index and middle fingers are on the same length, love of rare or raw meat, hair on the inside of the skin, 
that seem very difficult to check. And the monster will change back to human if you throw a piece of iron or steel over its head when it's an animal form. This is an old legend of She-Wolf. In the mountains of Auvergne, France, a story dating back to 1588 was told of a royal female werewolf. In the story, a nobleman was gazing out of his window and upon seeing a hunter, he told him to check back with details of the hunt. In the forest, the hunter scrambled upon a wolf. In the struggle, he severed one of the wolf's paw and placed it in a pouch. Upon returning to the chateau with his prize, he opened the pouch to show the nobleman the evidence of his encounter. What they discovered was not a paw at all. In fact, in the pouch contained a woman's hand bearing an elegant gold ring. The gentleman recognized the ring and so for his wife. He found her nursing a wounded arm in the kitchen. He removed the bandage only to find that her hand had been cut off. Upon questioning her, she finally admitted to being the wolf with whom the hunter encountered, and by her confession, she was burned at the stake. 107.3 Heritage FM
The voice of your community, 107.3 Heritage FM with Madonna and the power of goodbye. You are listening to The Black Cat. We've got more of the show about werewolves coming up right after this. This is The Black Cat. I'm Elena, and tonight the show is about werewolves. The Berserkers In the folklore of Norseman, there are many legends of warriors called Berserkers. They are a band of ancient Norse warriors that they were famous for their savagery and reckless frenzy in battle. Fearing no one, feeling no pain, having a superhuman strength and never surrendering are common characteristics. Preparing for battle, these warriors will attear themselves in skins from bears or wolves. The term berserkers translates this from Old Norse bear skin. They were also known as an alfhuevar on felding, wolf coats, but they were eventually known as berserkers. The feeling was that once dressed with the skins of an animal, warrior will take on the characteristics of that animal. The warriors of Odin acted like mad dogs and wolves. A Byzantine emperor described the berserkers in battle as being possessed by ferocity and madness seen only in wild beasts. The term berserk was derived from the berserkers. The Beast of Gebadan. The Beast of Gebadan was described as being a huge wolf-like beast, which killed its victims by savagery tearing out the throats before devouring the bodies or simply ripping, ripping them apart. The beast came from public attention between June 1764 and June 1767, when a large number of murders, a hundred, mainly women and children, occurred in Gavadan a place situated in the district of Lozère in southeastern France. In February 1756, King Louis XV sent a famous hunter called De Venal into Gévaudan with six highly trained bloodhounds to hunt the creature. Unfortunately, they did not succeed. However, after two large wolves were killed in the area, the murders finally ceased. La Bête was described as bigger than a wolf, about the height and almost the shape of a grown wolf. Her coat was very long and of the character of a hyena. Every effort to stop the beast failed, and she became nationally infamous. Mainly, explanations, mutant prehistoric beast, etc., were put forward at the time and during the two centuries since, but none has ever been generally accepted. Others believe that the beast was more than just a bloodthirsty rabbit wolf. In the book La Bête du Gévedan, a man called Gerald Minatori suggested that the killing might have been the work of one or a number of serial killers, using the reports of man-killing wolves to cover their tracks. There has been 
the suggestions that the beast was actually a werewolf. What's important, in fact, is that sufficient evidence remained to prove that Labette really did exist and was not just a myth. There's a movie about this subject called The Brotherhood of the Wolves directed by Christopher Gans in 2001. And in The Ghost and the Darkness by Stephen Hawkins, there is a similar story. In 1896 in East Africa, there were two lions on a man-eating rampage that shut down the construction of a railway. The beasts hunt together, showing no fear of man of fire. What's more, they seem to kill for sport rather than for food, and they have almost a supernatural knack to, for knowing what traps await them. The hunter Remington and construction engineer Patterson tried to stop the lions, but this time the hunters became the hunted. 107.3 Heritage FM It's always done Get up, go to work And start the day You open up for business It's never gonna come 
As the world rolls by a million miles away Main Street isn't Main Street anymore No one seems to need us like they did before Hard to find a reason left to stay But it's our town We love it anyway Come what may It's our Heritage FM, we are the voice of your community, and that was James Taylor from the movie Cars, the very pretty song, Our Town. You are listening to The Black Cat. Tonight we are looking at werewolves, and let's get back into it now. This is The Black Cat. And tonight we are surrounded by werewolves. Manuel Blanco Roma Santa. Watch out if you go to Spain. There was the only werewolf judge in Spain and probably in the world. In 1850, in Gallic Spain, some people disappeared. The mutilated cadavers presented precise surgical cuts along their bodies. That terrorized the local villagers who were too frightened to enter in the forest. The legend of the werewolf of Ayariz expanded throughout the land. Manuel Blanco Roma Santa was a traveling vendor, a charismatic traveling salesman and a writer of letters. We must remember that at that time people were illiterate. Who confessed the murders of 13 people, sewing their body fat to make soap. You won't believe this, but in the old times in Spain, lots of people believed that human fat could cure some illnesses. That's why there were lots of what we call sacamantecas, a kind of boogeyman who kidnapped and killed kids to sell their fat to ill-rich people. When he was captured, was trialed in Nayarit in 1852 and avoid capital penalty proclaiming his innocence based on an, a curse that turned him into a werewolf. He also said that he had a partner in slaughter called Antonio, but it was not possible to find out if it was true or not. The local society became divided. While the local villagers feared he might be released, the upper-class citizens, even the queen, led by the English anthropologist Professor Phillips justified his acts due to an illness called lycanthropy. Finally, he was not executed when found guilty at this trial, but sentenced to life in an asylum. This is a movie based on this story called Roma Santa by Paco Plaza. That's a bit a free version of what happened. It's a Spanish movie but made in English. I saw it in video shops of Australia, so you can have a look of this weird story. 
Some illnesses can give us the key of this myth, like hirsutism and hypertrichosis. Hypertrichosis is a condition in which Bill's hair, the fine hairs that covers the body, grow in excess. This excess growth can appear on the face, shoulders and other areas of the body. The term hirsute is used to describe excessive growth of pubic hair and should not be confused with hypertrichosis, though a person affected by hypertrichosis could have a combined effect with hirsutism. The excessive hairness required to resemble a wolf would serve as an example of most rare form of hypertrichosis. In some extreme cases, like Fedor Jeftichu, known as Jojo, the dog-faced boy, and Stefan Brybowski, Lionel, the lion-faced man, the afflicted became well-known sideshow's attraction. There are many other cases of severe hypertrichosis too, including Buddhist master Su Kong and a man, Mount Fawcett, and his 70 years old mother, Mount Fun, discovered by Barnum. While many of these people with hypertrichosis do strangely resemble to long Chinese wolfmen, they are far from wolves. That a person afflicted by hypertrichosis would come to be considered manifestor of a mythical creature is merely the result of imagination and superstition. There is a curious webpage, www.thewolfpeople.com, that you can see people with hypertrichosis having a normal life, even in their weddings. You're listening to The Black Cat on 107.3 Heritage FM. <laughs>
7.3 Heritage FM, that was Josh Groban. Remember when it rained? We're at the halfway point of The Black Cat. Tonight we're looking at werewolves, the second half of the show coming up right after these messages. Welcome to The Black Cat. I'm Elena, and tonight the show is about werewolves. Porphyria. This is a very strange illness that might be confused with a vampiric case or lycanthropy. It starts when a baby stains the nappy with red pee and he feels uneasy when he is exposed to the sunlight. When he grows, the symptoms can be very serious for the accumulation of porphyries in the skin. It can be literally burned by sunlight. Fingers, nose, ears and lips finally disappear. The gum shrinks showing all the teeth that becomes red and fluorescent when they are exposed to ultraviolet light. And also they become very sharp, especially the fangs. Porphyria might produce neurological crisis, hallucination, disturbing behavior, paralysis, and finally death. Some of the patients might suffer hirsutism, hair all over the skin, as a body defends the sunlight. They might have it in weird places like palms, nose, and ears. The fact that they don't have the hemp protein in blood might make them feel obsessed with blood and they will try to drink it to relieve the symptoms. In fact, one of the treatments is blood transfusion. Rabies. 
Dogs, foxes, wolves, bats, etc. can transmit the rabies. The symptoms are terrible. Mental depression and changed behavior, drooling, changed pronation, sun, loud temperature sensitivity, restlessness and also alert calm for stiff muscles, feverishness, convulsions, hydrophobia, an irrational reaction of spasm on seeing or drinking water. Progressive paralysis, cardiac and respiratory failure and death. These symptoms might be confused with a mutation behavior because the victim can be very aggressive, like a wild animal. Lycanthropy. This is a psychiatric syndrome that involves a delusional belief that the affected person is transforming into an animal. The word zoanthropy is also sometimes used to the delusion that one has turned into an animal, in general and not specifically a wolf, sometimes into a cat, horse, bird, tiger, and also frogs and even bees. Affected individual reports a delusional belief that they have transformed or are in the process of transforming into an animal. It has been linked with the altered states of mind that accompany psychosis, the reality-bending mental state that typically involves delusions and hallucinations. And of course, the transformation only happens in the mind and behavior on the affected person. Clinical lycanthropy is a rare condition and is largely considered to be an idiosyncratic expression of psychotic episode caused by another conditions such as schizophrenia, bipolar disorder, or clinical depression. However, there are suggestions that certain neurological and cultural influences might lead to the expression of the human-animal transformation theme that defines the condition. Drugs. Witches used to use some hallucination drugs like mandragora, belladonna, stramonium, etc. Some shamans use them to contact with their spirits and become an animal to receive his knowledge. You're listening to The Black Cat on 107.3 Heritage FM. <laughs> Too old for working. 
Body's too young to look like his My mama went off and left him She wanted more from life than he could give I said, somebody's got to take care of him So I quit school and that's what I did Get a fast car. Is it fast enough so we can fly away? You gotta make a decision. Leave tonight or live and die this way. So I remember when we were driving, driving in your car. Speed so fast, I felt like I was drunk. City lights stay out before us, and your arm felt nice wrapped around my shoulder. And had a feeling that I belong I, I had a feeling I could be someone Be someone, be someone You got a fast car We go cruise and entertain ourselves Still ain't got a job Now work in the market as a checkout girl I know things will get better You'll find work and I'll get promoted And we'll move out of the shelter Buy a bigger house and live in the suburbs So I remember when we were driving Driving in your car Speed so fast it felt like I was drunk City lights lay out before us And your arm felt nice wrapped around my shoulder And I, I had a feeling that I belonged Someone, be someone, be someone. You got a fast car. I got a job that pays all our bills. You sell drinking late at the bar. Some more your friends than you do your kids. I'd always hope for better. Thought maybe together you and me find it. I got no plans, I ain't going nowhere. Take your fast car and keep on driving So I remember when we were driving Driving in your car Speed so fast it felt like I was drunk City lights stay out before And your arm felt nice wrapped around my shoulder And I, I had a feeling that I belonged I, I had a feeling I could be someone be someone, be someone You got a fast car Is it fast enough so you can fly away? You gotta make a decision Leave tonight or live and die this way Heritage FM. We are the voice of your community and that was Tracy Chapman from her self-titled debut album and the Fast Cars. Tonight we are looking at werewolves on the black cat and let's get back into it. Welcome back to the black cat. I'm Elena and tonight the show is about werewolves. Feral children 
children raised by wolves, monkeys and other animals. These are children have been raised by animals. They are monkey boys, wolf girls, gazelle boys and even an ostrich boy. But are these stories true? Some, such as the global girl of Devil's River, are quite possibly only folk tales. However, in May of 2005, it was reported that a nursing dog did retrieve an abandoned human baby and carry it to the, its litter of puppies. Many children who live with animals tend to behave like their foster parents. They walk in all fours, make the same noises as the dogs, wolves or other hosts, and can bite and be aggressive. This provides confirmation that they certainly did spend their formative years in the company of animals. Certainly, it's true that some animals wouldn't make good parents, like crocodiles, but from an evolutionary perspective, babies are designed to be extremely cute. Big heads and big eyes, small nose and mouth are very attractive for mammals, or they wouldn't be nurtured even by their own parents. Cases of cross-species nurturing among animals are common, so we shouldn't automatically dismiss tales of a monkey boy, wolf boy, wolf girl or dog boy. Wolf children There are a large number of wolf children in the list of particularly from India. We must remember the Jungle Book by Rudyard Kipling. One explanation is that women with young children or babies will leave their infants at the edge of the field while working and wolves would emerge from the forest and steal them. Specifically, it's believed that the she-wolf whose cub had been killed might be attracted to human babies. There is a legend, the Lobo Wolf Girl of Devil's River, that is very interesting. In May of 1835, the Wolf Girl of Devil's River was born to Molly Dent, who lived with her husband to the Beaver Lake area. Molly was having problems with the birth, so her husband, John Dent, rode to get help from a Mexican run goat ranch on the Pecos Canyon, but he was killed by a lighting before he could return, accompanied by the Mexican couple. By the time the Mexicans reached Molly, she had died, apparently in childbirth. Wolf tracks suggested that the newborn infant had been devoured by the lower wolves of the area. However, in 1845, a boy saw a girl in the company of a pack of wolves attacking a herd of goats. Less than a year later, a Mexican woman in San Felipe saw two large wolves and a girl devouring a freshly killed goat. She observed the girl run off first in all fours and then on two legs. A hunt was mounted and after three days the little girl of Davis River was caught after fighting widely to keep her freedom. She was taken to a ranch and locked in. Her howling attracted answering cries from wolves and a large pack of wolves rushed the corrals attacking the goats, cows and horses. Shooting started and in the confusion The girl managed to escape. In 1852, a group of frontiersmen surveying a better route to El Paso saw a girl suckling two wolf cubs on a sandbar in the river, who then ran off carrying the cubs 
and she would have been 17 that year, but she was never seen again. In Serpentine, Jarradale, Gosnells, Armadale and Cannington, we're the voice of your community. 107.3 Heritage FM. What's worth nothing else but love? Take a walk down any street now. Every one of us in our own little world Looking for a heart with whom to beat now What's worth nothing else but love I'm prepared to take the heat now What's worth more than anything else at all To keep you firmly on your feet now So fake Heritage FM and that was Simply Red and their song Home. We are knee deep in werewolves tonight here on the Black Cat. We're going to get back into it right after these messages. Welcome back to the Black Cat. I'm Elena and tonight the program is about werewolves. But that was so horrific. There were at least 30 different subspecies of wolf. Most have become extinct. About five subspecies survive today. In England, the last wolves were wiped out in about 1500s. 
A few still live in the eastern of Europe, India, Germany, Italy, Spain and the Middle East. No one knows how many survive in Russia and China. Most wolves in North America are found in Alaska and Canada, and hunters say they are now almost impossible to find. The inherent nature of man is to control what which he doesn't understand, otherwise destroy it. As he began to hunt as a sport, this decreased the wolf's population. Today the wolf represents the symbol of our wildness, a world which man has long since forgotten. We are just now making the attempt to protect and preserve the wolf as an endangered species, but not long ago, wolf in Christian cultures was the symbol of evil. Besides, woods were more dangerous places than nowadays because there were all kinds of animals, and these woods were considered hell, seeing the fairy tales. But wolves aren't that bad as we think. In fact, they are very sociable. Normally, they live in packs organized according to a strict social hierarchy and led by an alpha male and alpha female. This hierarchy, with the alphas at the top and the omega at the bottom, affects all activity in the pack, from which wolf eats first to which is allowed to breed only the alpha pair. The alpha pair has the greatest amount of social freedom among the pack member, but they are not leaders in the human sense of term. The alphas do not give the other wolves orders. Rather, they simply have the most freedom in choosing where to go, what to do, and when to do it. Possessing strong instinct for fellowship, the rest of the pack usually follows. Wolves in religion and folklore. In many ancient myths, Though, the wolf was portrayed as brave, honorable, and intelligent. The best examples of these myths can be seen in those of the Native Americans. The wolf was also the revered totem animal of the ancient Rome. Romulus and Remus were bred by a female wolf. In Mongolian mythology, the Mongols believe that they are descended from a male grey wolf and white doe. The Mongols' greatest hero, Genghis Khan, called his people Clan of the Great Wolf. But don't forget that dogs are direct descendants of wolves. The dog is a mammal in the order of carnivora. Dogs were first domesticated from wolves at least 70,000 years ago. In this time, the dog has developed into hundreds of breeds with a great degree of variation from the Chihuahua to until the Doberman. The relationship between dogs and humans is rooted in history and dogs coexist with humans in a variety of ways. Dogs thrive in small social groups of packs like wolves, which from their viewpoint can include humans. Dog society is characteristic by a strict hierarchy, in which each individual has a rank and in which there is intense loyalty within the group. Some research demonstrates that dogs are able to convey a depth of emotion not seen the same extent in any other animal. It is also believed that initial domestication was through a mutual desire. While canines get more food than their wild counterparts, 
Canines who attacked people or their children were likely killed or driven away, while those friendlier animals survived. Humans get other benefits like guard, a hunter's help, a shepherd, etc. Unfortunately, humans sometimes betray this pact. We did with our little wolf long time ago, and lots are abandoned every year. Please don't abandon your dog, and if you can, adopt one that would be better than buying them. As a conclusion, why are wolves and werewolves so horrific? Because they represent the power of wildness, the lack of conscience of guilt of their acts, the instincts that supposedly dignify humans. The lack of that means that you become a monster, something evil and horrific. And we have a list of important films of werewolves. Probably the first one is Wolf Blood in 1910, directed by Josh Chesborough and George Mitchell. Werewolf of London in 1935, the first film to feature anthropomorphic werewolves. The Wolfman in 1941 is the universal classic starring by Lon Channing Jr. We have Spanish movies about werewolves like El Castillo de los Monstruos in 1957, La Marca del Hombre Lobo, 1967, La Noche del Hombre Lobo, 1968, La Noche Valpurgis, 1970, where Paul Nachi or Jacinto Molina is almost like the Spanish Lonchani or Oliver Reed. He plays several times the role of Valdemar Daninsky, the cursed man who becomes a werewolf every full moon. Uh, we have also The Howling, in 1981, directed by Joe Dante, an American werewolf in London. Uh, this is really excellent. In 1981, a mix ho of horror and comedy, written and directed by John Landis. There's a remake. Uh, it's an American werewolf in Paris in 1997, but this one is not that good. The Company of Wolves, 1984. This is really good. It's almost a little Red Riding Hood story. Silver Bullet in 1985, based off the novela Cycle of the Werewolves in 1985 by Stephen King. Wolf, 1994, starring Jack Nicholson and Michelle Pfeiffer. Ginger Snaps, 2000, made use of lycanthropy as an analogy of puberty. Dog Soldiers, 2002, and The Wolf, 2003, and The Wolf Evolution, 2006, and there is there will be a third part. In 2008, Van Helsing, 2004, directed by Stephen Sommers, starring Hugh Chapman and Kate Beckinsale. Cursed, 2005, directed by Wes Craven, starring Christina Ricci. In addition to Human Werewolves, this film featured a golden retrieve that became adult with a werewolf characteristics. In literature, We don't have too many stories, but we can say a couple of them, like The Cycle of Werewolf, a graphic novel by Stephen King, 1985, The Dark Cry of the Moon by Charles L. Grant in 1986, Darker Than You Think, a werewolf classic by Jack Williamson in 1940, Gabriel Ernest by Saki, 1910, The Satiricon by Petronius, 61 Before Christ, The Werewolf Book by Brad Steger, 
1999, The Werewolf Chronicles by Roman Philbrick and Lynn Harden, 1996, and maybe the most important one, The Wolf Leader, Alexander Dumas the Elder, 1904. In comics, we have a couple of them too, The Crescent Moon, a manga by Haruko Lida, Werewolf by Night, The Marble, but for me, the best is The Werewolf Series by Benny Ryston. Well, then this is the end, and I hope you like this show. And remember, if you want to send uh, any story, suggestion, news, you can contact sending a message to radioblackcat at yahoo.com.au, radioblackcat at yahoo.com.au, or if you prefer to send a letter, send it to the Black Cat Heritage FM, PO Box 225, Cosmos 6990. The Black Cat Heritage FM PO Box 225 Gosna 6990. Well, I hope you join us next week and goodbye. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.